This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. March break begins when elementary and high school students get out of school this Friday all across Ontario. Canadian parents and grandparents are getting excited about the idea of getting a few days away. There are also many families who will be traveling south to visit at the homes of Canadian snowbirds in Florida where Grandma and Grandpa live. If you haven't booked a getaway yet, but you want to, and where are the best last-minute March break choices? Well, who needs a travel agent? We've got travel show host Chris Robinson here with us until the top of the hour. Chris, good to have you along. Jane, it's lovely to uh, to be with you on your show. And if you have any travel-related questions for Chris, give us a call, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Chris, what a great time of year to escape the winter. It's it's right at the point where people have just about had enough. <laughs> Haven't they just? And looking out the window, it looks grey. Yes. You know, it's about freezing out there. And, yeah, it's time to, as you say, put some sand between the toes. So the big thing, especially for families and extended families, is getting value for our dollar. And the Canadian dollar is not doing so well in the United States these days. Does that mean ruling out a trip to the U.S., or can you still make it cost-effective? You can still make it cost-effective, of course. Um, in fact, the, uh, the Americans are, are really uh, getting worried about um, fewer Canadians coming across the border. So that means they're getting a little bit more generous with some of these U.S. dollars at par deals. So that's the, uh, the thing to look for. With our dollar at 75 cents at the moment, it makes a lot of difference if you can uh, take advantage of some of these uh, par deals. Oh, yeah. Give us, give us some examples of that. Well, you mentioned uh, Florida, for instance, and uh, Florida uh, is particularly strong on these, particularly uh, some of the parks have, have these deals, some of the accommodations have these deals, and some of the attractions. So it's just a matter of, of getting online and, uh, and uh, sourcing them. Now, Florida is a sought-after destination for Canadians, particularly for people in southern Ontario, but there are other warm locales in the southern U.S. that we shouldn't rule out, yes? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Places like uh, Arizona, Southern California, Texas uh, are all very popular with, uh, with Canadians at this time of year, looking for a little bit more warmth and sunshine. Are prices dropping or going up in the days before March break? It's hard to... It's hard to know whether what the strategy for travel companies would oh, be. I wish I could give you some good news, Jay, but no. Uh, if you have waited until now to book your March break trip, then uh, you're almost already too late. Um, so there are no great deals out there, last-minute deals. Uh, it's more or less full. There are still some, some little pockets of, of availability, so it's not too late, but you're not going to get a, a great deal. But if you're looking for some of the, uh, the, the big Caribbean um, centers like uh, Cuba, Dominican Republic, uh, the Mayan Riviera in Mexico, uh, you can still find some fairly reasonably priced uh, packages there. Yeah, package deals, I mean, when you go a la carte to Florida, you will often spend, or at least my husband and I have found this experience, we will spend more than what we would spend on an all-inclusive going to the Dominican, for instance. Yeah, so true. These all-inclusive package deals really are amazing value. 
Uh, in fact, I've just come back from from one uh, in the Dominican Republic a Ooh, few days or so ago. Tell us about it. Uh, oh, it was glorious. I went to uh, one of the smaller destinations in the Dominican Republic. Not the the big one, of course, is Punta Cana, with those beautiful beaches and those those palm trees that uh, are at angles over the Azure yeah. Sea. Lovely. But I went to Samana on the uh, north coast, which is more of an eco-paradise. And uh, I went whale watching for the humpback whales and uh, uh, trekking through the forest on horseback to, uh, to jungle waterfalls and swimming in, uh, in, the, uh, in the waters there. Absolutely beautiful. If you're looking for something really idyllic and peaceful, then uh, Samana is my, uh, is my uh, definite uh, um, suggestion. Samana. And how are the beaches there? They're very nice. They're not as spectacular as, as Punta Cana. Um, so if you're just in for the beaches, by all means, go to Punta Cana or, or maybe Puerto Plata, on, or, which is also on the north coast, but further around. Um, but if you're looking for a little bit more than the beach, yeah, Samana is your place. Bavaro Beach, it's, it's just absolutely stunning. I've been there a few times. And, and, and you do see if you go to the various travel sites, if you're willing to be flexible on your dates, you can sometimes get quite a good deal two or three days out from around the time you want to leave. Yes, yes, you can. And not normally around March break, but just a few days around March break can make all the difference. Right. So I'm looking at the, the best price I was able to find for a March break trip uh, was to Cuba for uh, twelve twenty nine, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a bad price for a one-week all-inclusive to, to Cuba. Um, and that uh, departs on Monday the 13th, so for, for the March break week. But if you can just go slip it a few days later, maybe, and take the kids out for, uh, for a few days on the 17th, just four days later, the price is 759 Oh, wow. So it makes a big difference. Well, and especially if they're little, it's okay if they miss a few days of school. Well, I always think so. I always think that travel is great uh, education for kids yes, anyway. Yes, yes. We uh, towed our, our two uh, boys around the world uh, from when they were just babes in arms. Yes, I can remember my kids and doing the same thing, taking them out for a few extra days and and them writing a, a travel journal and writing down every day what they'd seen with pictures. And I thought, this is this is educational. It, it, it truly is. And it broadens their, their minds, too, to be more accepting of different people's uh, ways of living, too. I, I think it's it's great. Your calls for Chris Robinson, 416-360-0740, Let's go to Barry in North York. Go ahead, Barry. You're on Fight Back. Good afternoon, Chris and Jane. How are you doing? Good. Go Good. ahead. Good. Time to get away from the winter weather. Yes. I have a question for you, um, Chris. I like your show, by the way. Oh, thank you, Barry. You're welcome. Um, I see on Travel Zoo a thing called Source Clippers. Source Clippers. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. Um, what can you tell me about that particular company? Because they're offering a Greek Island yacht cruise. It looks pretty good, but, you know, I just want to make sure. I've never done this before. Source Clippers. Yes. Mm, nope, that's a new one on me, too. And if they're offering you something for free, Barry, I would always... No, not just... free. It's eleven ninety nine per person, but it's a, it looks like a great um, cruise of Greek islands. And um, it's... Uh, but I don't know whether it includes meals because I read the whole detail. Does that include airfare, Barry? Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't for. think so. <laughs> no, okay. Right, but it's a private, kind of a semi-private. So it's called Star Clippers, not just ah, Star Clippers. Clippers. Right, yes. No, they um, are a reputable company. Um, yeah. uh, absolutely, um, and that does seem like a, a rather, rather good price for for Star Clippers. Yeah, they are a, a rather smaller um, cruise company with uh, with these very stylish looking ships. And uh-huh. around the Greek islands, yeah, I I think that sounds fairly attractive. I'm off to uh, to Greece myself in in a few weeks' time, 
Um, oh. And there is uh, nothing that compares with, with uh, Greece and the Greek islands. It, there is something very special about the, the very air itself, I think, that, that makes it fantastic. So uh, mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, you'd have to look at all the additional costs, like the, the air and probably food and drink and, and, and so on. So look at the total cost rather than that uh, uh, headline cost. But then if, uh, if that's affordable... Go for it. And apparently there are only 170 people on this yacht. Yeah, that, that's what I like about them. I'm, I, you know, I, I think cruising is, is great, but some of these ships now have four or 5,000 people on board, and that's, <laughs> that's just too much for me. I'm, I'm not much of a crowd person. So My these, these smaller, is, um, more personalized things, I think, are, are really nice. Okay, thanks for and calling in, Barry. And I get seasick easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something to consider as well. You'll get less seasick, right, Chris, if you're on a, on a bigger vessel. That's very true because they, they're full of uh, these wonderful stabilizers that uh, make it uh, feel as though you're on uh, terra firma. But uh, the Mediterranean, yeah, I mean, it can be rough, but it's less likely to be rough than the ocean. 416-360-0740, Chris Robinson of the Zoomer Radio Travel Show is with us. You can hear Chris uh, every Saturday morning at 11 o'clock talking about his travels and, and the latest adventures. You know, it's interesting, um, the, the idea of going over to Europe, doing a Mediterranean cruise, the Greek islands, mm-hmm. is it is a week or 10 days enough? I, I mean, just thinking specific to March break, or is that something you want to try to get away for at least a couple weeks? Well, oh, it's never enough, Jane, of course. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's better than nothing, absolutely. And you can still do uh, you know, a fair amount in, in a week or 10 days. Um, we sometimes forget living in, in the, the second largest country on the planet that, that Europe is comprised of relatively small countries and the distances really aren't that great. Um, so, yeah, it is still well worth it. And, in fact, on the travel show for uh, the month of March, it's our Europe month. So we're, we've got shows on, on Britain um, coming up. We've got uh, uh, shows on um, uh, cruising on the Seine River in, uh, in France, um, on uh, Ireland, uh, with Royal Irish Tours and uh, on Switzerland. Oh, wonderful. Uh, my husband and I went to Ireland last year uh, during uh, the, the summer months, but it, it was still quite cool. I mean, uh, the, the joke in Ireland is that you get, it's like Newfoundland, you get every kind of weather in one day, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but what a wonderful experience. And in terms of the culture and uh, and retracing my own personal heritage, it was uh, very rewarding. And and the and these trips are now they're not not as expensive as they once were. It used to be when we were kids that going to Europe that was, I mean that was something that very few people did on a vacation. And now it's almost become routine. Yeah. Now here's here's two bits of good news for people considering Europe this year. First of all, Britain in particular, uh, since they voted to uh, to leave the European market, the pound has sunk to, to new lows, which is bad news for them, but very good news for us Canadians. So our Canadian dollar is worth uh, 20 to 25% more against the, um, the UK pound. So that makes it much more affordable. And what about the euro? Because, uh, boy, was it ever expensive in Dublin? That's what I remember. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yeah, no, we don't uh, have the same gains against the euro, but uh, we don't have the same losses as, as we're experiencing against the U.S. dollar. So, so you've got it more or less the same as, as when you were there. Uh, but the other good news is is that um, the f- cost of flights has come down oh, great. this year, um, partly because there are just more flight options out there, so competition is bringing the price down. 
So yeah, there's some some very good deals out there. So March break aside, if you're if you're planning for a spring or summer vacation, it's too late for March break for you. But you've got some questions. Uh, you don't need to go see a travel agent. We've got travel expert Chris Robinson here with us on the line of the Zoomer Radio's Travel Show four one six three six zero zero seven forty one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. When in terms of booking a European vacation is it a, a good time strategy wise to get the best deal now <laughs> right now there's no okay. time like the present absolutely um what uh, we, we generally have found in the past is that the prices actually do rise closer to the uh, the time of departure partly because most of the uh, the flying across the the atlantic is on uh, scheduled airlines and uh, there it's, it's a, as a general rule the cost is going to go up rather than go down uh, as you get closer to the the point of departure Lots of exceptions, of course, there always are to any of these generalizations. But uh, if you're planning a, a summer trip to Europe, then uh, March is, is a pretty good time to get the booking in. And in fact, uh, I've just booked my transatlantic flights to, uh, uh, out to the UK, back from, uh, from Greece this, this very morning. Okay. And what, and what would be, give us some good prices so we know we're getting good value for our dollar when we're looking at all of the travel sites online. What is a, a good price, say, to fly to Rome, to fly to London, to more of the popular European destinations? I would be looking for a price somewhere in the 800 to $950 okay. range. Um, and that's inclusive of all uh, taxes and, uh, and fees. Um, I did notice that if you can get away very quickly, uh, there's um, flights to London for around 650 bucks um, next week. Oh, that's so great. That's, that's still possible. Yeah. Um, and then as you go into high season, which would be July and August, then you're, you're probably looking at closer to the $1,000 mark. What about uh, farther east? So we're looking at uh, Prague and some destinations in Ukraine, um, uh, Krakow and Poland. What, what kind of prices uh, are, would you consider to be good prices for those destinations? Well, in those kind of destinations, it just depends on who is actually flying there. And so in other words, what the competition is like. And the, obviously, the more competition, then the, the more those prices are going to be attractive. So to, to somewhere like Poland, there's not a lot of, of, of competition or, or Ukraine. Um, so the prices are going to be a little bit higher. Somewhere like Prague, there is a fair amount of competition. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's going to be a notable uh, a difference in, in the price there. Let's talk about vacationing at home. This is our 150th uh, anniversary. So there are all kinds of uh, perks being offered by Canadian travel companies to get people to stay at home uh, so we can save some money traveling our own country this year. Yeah, we really we do deserve to, to see more of our own country. I'm, I'm always blown away by how few Canadians have, have uh, seen all the provinces or, or certainly gone to the territories. And, and yeah, it's our country. It's a glorious country. And it's our 150th birthday this year. So we should get out there and, and see more of it. Um, and as you say, there's all kinds of deals. Trafalgar um, Tours, for instance, have, have got a, a special 150th birthday tour of Canada, I saw, which is an interesting one to explore. Sunwing have, have got domestic flights. You normally think of Sunwing of, for, for the Caribbean one-week all-inclusive packages down south. But in the summer, they actually have some uh, uh, trans-Canada flights. So you can fly to Newfoundland, for instance, for $393 return, I saw, or BC for 453 which is a lot better than, than the normal kind of numbers that you're looking at. Well, interesting you should bring up Newfoundland. Marion and Whitby is on the line, and, and uh, you're going on a vacation in Newfoundland, Marion? 
Well, we would like to take a tour. Yes. If we could, because we've already done about five or six cruises and we've been to Florida, but we want to go to spend some time in Canada. Mm, great we idea, Mayanna. Labrador and, you... or Newfoundland yes. or something like that. Yeah, Newfoundland and Labrador are wonderful places to, to tour, and you need a bit of time, so I hope you can uh, take more than a week to, uh, to, to see. Oh, oh, yes, we're both retired. We're in our 80s, and this is why we would like a tour with this traveling by plane or something. It's getting too much for us. Well, good, good for you, absolutely. So um, lots of tour companies, Canadian tour companies, uh, offer tours of Newfoundland and Labrador. Um, and you need to see the East Coast and the West Coast of Newfoundland because they're both equally wonderful. And uh, certainly a little side trip to, to Labrador, to somewhere like Red Bay, would be um, a UNESCO World Heritage Site you know, that hardly any Canadian knows about. And yet it's a wonderful place to, to go visit. So check out some of the, um, the uh, Canadian tour operators like Trafalgar and, and Insight and Globus and maybe uh, some of the specialist ones like Senior Discovery Tours who do um, trips specifically aimed at, at the 50-plus community. Uh, okay. Would it be better for us to fly to Newfoundland and do tours from there? Or can we get a bus tour right from here? Oh, you, wow. That would be a long bus ride. You have the option, absolutely. Um, yeah. But it's, it's obviously a little bit uh, uh, more civilized in some ways to, to, to fly directly to, uh, to Newfoundland because otherwise you're talking really about two days there, two days back right. at, a, at a minimum. Because the, the shortest ferry over to Newfoundland is eight hours. One of them is 16 hours, yes? That's right, depending on whether you're going to the east or, or to the west of, of Newfoundland. Where, yeah. What would be the spot to start? Is St. John's sort of the obvious place to start? Uh, yes, I, th- I think it's a great idea to, to fly in, if you're flying, uh, fly into St. John's, for instance, and then work your way uh, westwards to the, uh, the west coast of Newfoundland and on, onto Labrador, and then you can fly out from the west coast of, of Newfoundland, so you don't have to uh, retrace your steps at all. Oh, great. And, and what about, and, and this still can play into March break next week as well, uh, going, a lot of people, they love the sand, they love the beach, but they really want to get in some more skiing, and where better to go than in western Canada? Yeah, it's been a good year for the snow in Western Canada this year, so that's that's great. All, all kind. I mean, there's the, the the big whistlers, of course, uh, is is the the, the biggest uh, of all. Um, but there's a lot of, of of smaller resorts now in uh, Interior BC, which are well worth uh, also exploring, uh, as well as the uh, the Alberta Rockies. Um, one of uh, my favourites, for instance, is Marmot in uh, in Jasper. Um, which is a lovely, lovely ski area and not very crowded at all. Uh, And then these are locations that you can either go to in the summer or winter, all kinds of things to see in Whistler and, as you mentioned, Jasper, a short drive really from Calgary. So Calgary Airport would be, that's a good in and out spot, isn't it, to get to the Rocky Mountains? Yes, it is, absolutely. Or or if you're going to... um uh, to Marmot to uh, uh, further north there, then you can fly into Edmonton. Albeit, oh, yes, if you've yes. got the time, Jane, then one iconic journey that every Canadian owes um, to themselves to do at some point in, in their lifetimes is, of course, cross by train. Yes. Um, and I did that a couple of years or so ago. It really is. It's a 
glorious, glorious experience and you know, a real way of getting to grips with just how big our country is. Yeah, t- tell us what, the, what that experience is like, what it feels like to be on a train from southern Ontario to the west coast. Well, I mean, it's, it's essentially six days and you have two days crossing the great uh, Canadian Shield north of the, uh, the Great Lakes and then a couple of days really get to grips with the prairies, which is just, just this massive expanse. And unless you live uh, in Manitoba or, or Saskatchewan, you, you don't you don't really realize just what a magnificent landscape that is. And then a couple of days, of course, the most spectacular of all, crossing through the, uh, the mountains, uh, right the way over the Rockies and, uh, and to the, uh, the Pacific coast. Uh, you can get off and break your journey along the way, which is probably a good idea, too, if you have the time. Um, but for me, it's, part of it is just the romance of being on the train through the night, sleeping on the train, eating on the train, and, and just seeing Canada pass by you. Wonderful. It's been just a joy to speak with you, Chris. Uh, And we'll look forward to your show at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Thank you very much, Jane, and happy travels. Happy travels to you, Chris Robinson from The Travel Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.